0: Brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. I know I have listeners to the podcast from all over the world, but here in the USA, when this podcast goes live, we'll be celebrating Thanksgiving. Imagine that. We have a holiday just to give thanks. So each year, I want to do something special to honor this. It's no difference what time of year you listen to this. We all need to have a balance in our life and be thankful for what we have. So I want to welcome my amazing friend, Donald Stojak today, and he knows a lot about life and business. And with that in mind, I'm going to ask him the question, what if we were truly
1: thankful for everything? Donald, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here, Tony. And thanks for asking me. What if we could truly be thankful for everything? And well, the question is, why not be truly thankful for everything? So, you know, sometimes it's the yin and the yang. It's always the converse of that. If you're a good chef, it's like it's the sweet and it's the spicy, right? It's the spicy and the savory. So it's the opposite. You know, being thankful is probably the core, I think, of, of true happiness, and we can be thankful for the big things, but we can be thankful for just just the normal stuff that just we woke up today. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, it's right in front of us. You don't have to look very, very far.
0: That is so true. I, every day, you know, I get up and I, I have three things I'm thankful for. And mm-hmm. I write them down the night before and they could be something massive, you know, maybe the birth of a child or they could be something just, I have a bed to sleep in. And you know how many people in the world don't have these comfortable beds that they're yeah. sleeping in. So
1: the little things, yeah. it's the little things, but you know, it also too, is, it's keeping it in balance too. Cause you know, sometimes you can get ridiculous on that side too. So, I mean, at the end of the day, we're human beings and and things, bad things happen. I mean, and, and there's things to grieve over. Um, there's things that we wish we hadn't done them that way. We should have done them differently. That's okay. You know, when, when you look out at the world and you see these people that we hold up as idols um, they have bad days too, and they have things going wrong. So don't expect perfection, and be more consistent than perfection. Be more of a consistent person than a perfectionist. Um, at the end of the day, and yeah. that, I think that's where kind of where you find it. I, I've been in business as long as I can remember, and. I don't think it ever all lines up. <laughs> and I don't oh. think we're, there isn't a day where we're not holding together a lot of stuff just by duct tape and and just pure will and, and grit. So when you see things out there that, that you're comparing yourself to, be very careful because you don't see behind the curtain what's really going on. So be thankful for where you are, for the food on your table, uh, that you got a table to put the food on. Or, and if you got a bed to sleep in, that you can make your own bed. You know, it's just some people can, right? Some mm-hmm. people can't. And I think that's
0: that's so true right there, focusing on those little things in life. You know, and, you know, when it comes to balance, you know, mm. I want to talk a little bit about, about social media because you brought up being thankful for everything and, and about people don't really know what's going on behind the scenes. And I think one of the things about social media today is that people are always presenting their filtered self. You know, they take their photographs and there's all these filters and it filters away all the negativity now again we're about positive content on the podcast but they hide a lot of those dark parts of themselves and they always want to present their best foot forward which i i I get why people do that but i think as spectators when we're looking at those things we start to wonder gee so-and-so has a great life so-and-so is always doing this and we don't realize that there's the other things that are happening in their life too. You know, they're getting out of bed at three in the morning and stubbing their toe, just like we are.
1: Mm -hmm. I have a granddaughter and I should have a few more by my age, but I got one, I'll take her, right? I get good photos of my granddaughter, but I probably take 300 to get one. So it's like, how many takes do you take to get there? And so, you know, when it comes to balance, I I think maybe we're we're trying to get that perfect cup of coffee on the first try and realizing it might take 50 tries to 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 get the right grind the right water temperature the right brew time and all of that and that's okay and so to have balance to have let's let's say balance equals success okay so what do we, what do we really when we're talking about you know work life balance or happiness or all that stuff we're talking about success and what does that really mean well who succeeds The people who succeed are the ones that fail more because we're all going to fail. So don't be down on yourself for the things that are going wrong. Those are evidence that things are happening and that the success is coming. Now, if you're in a downward, I'm not talking about being in a downward spiral because there's sometimes things are going wrong. You better stop you know, and go a different direction. But if you're trying something and it doesn't work, doesn't mean you shouldn't try it again and try it again, and try it again, what are you trying to get, you know, the other day, I was watching my granddaughter, and I was trying to get this perfect picture of her on my lawn, right, because she just started walking, right, so I want, grandpa wants to get her, she just got her first pair of shoes, and I almost gave up, (laughs) I mean, I was like, so close to giving up to get that perfect photo, but I just kept snapping away, but it's nice, you know, nowadays, you know, we we don't have to worry about buying the film, or developing it, now we just hit the button again, but Consistency will get you there more than perfection. Just being consistently going after it. If you're building your business, let's say you're trying to get clients for your business, whether it's a brick and mortar business or you're an online business, it's not a one-time thing. It's a continual process. And you're going to mess it up. You're going to fail. You're going to have days where you're like, why am I doing this? But you need to persist and be consistent
0: consistency is really the key in that. I mean, and will your willingness to just keep trying over and over again, because any of the biggest successes in the world, if you read a lot of biographies like I do, biographies are the greatest success manuals in the world because those other people have done the things that you want to do. So if you read the biographies, you always see that it's someone who kept trying over and over and over again. You know, I think of Colonel Sanders, You know, we see KFC today, but it was originally Mm -hmm. Kentucky Fried Chicken. And here's this man in his 60s at the time. And back in those days, 60s seemed a lot older than it does these days. If you look at the way people look back then. But Mm -hmm. anyway, Colonel Sanders was walking around trying to sell this recipe and getting rejection after rejection after rejection. And it took his audacity to just keep going and looking at every failure as a chance to move on, to talk to someone else. And when we have that attitude, I think that almost guarantees us success. So uh, I think that's a great point that you brought up.
1: A group that I spoke to the other day, the, the thing that I told them I says, people will be attracted to imperfection. So many times we're trying to get into the studio and getting it absolutely perfect, right? And just polished and everything like that. You know, like somehow that's the magic marker, but it's the opposite that's true. People are attracted to imperfection.
0: Ooh, I think that's a mic drop moment, Donald. People attracted to imperfection.
1: I love that. Yeah, people are attracted to imperfection, and this is where I think social media can actually play in your favor. And and just be yourself. And so so I think. Uh, and there again, if you're trying to grow a business, okay, it's not important to have a perfect post on on social media. It's per- important to have a consistent post on social media. And there again, what is going to get people's attention is not that it's perfect or it, it's studio polished, okay? They're going to be attracted to the imperfections. They're going to be attracted to you trying to walk backwards with your selfie stick and, and accidentally tripping over the dog that you didn't see coming under your feet as you're trying to deliver this perfect line.
0: Mm. That's going
1: to be more effective than the 50th take where you finally are able to walk backwards and say your line's in the right order without the dog showing up at the wrong moment or barking. It's that we we remember when the pandemic started and people were rushing, you know, to, to move their offices home. And there's that picture of that gentleman on a very important call with the you know, suit on the top. And all of a sudden his toddler breaks into the room with his wife chasing after it. We remember that more than anything he ever said. Nobody heard yeah. anything you said in that call, but we remember that. Yeah. The imperfection part of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The imperfection part of it went viral. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I
0: try to keep that in mind too, because I'm not one. And, you know, sometimes we have to take advantage of our strengths, but sometimes we have to take advantage of our weaknesses, the things that we're not as good at. And mm-hmm. one of the things that I've never really been as super tech savvy. I mean, I have, I have a good time editing these podcasts and doing this kind mm-hmm. of thing. But when it comes to like doing, doing reels, you know, I've never done a reel before and Mm -hmm. I probably will never do one, but I would much rather just be out there going for a walk, turn on the cell phone and start talking and do a walk and talk. And you know what? You hear the dogs barking in the background. Maybe I'll stumble over my words a little bit, but it's genuine. And I think people appreciate that because we get to be real. And I think when people see that we're real, I think that's when they connect much better with us
1: we fret over the wrong stuff. I think the other thing that happens too often in life, whether it's in business or in our personal life, is we're solving the wrong problem. And, you know, just getting to, to I remember the first time I had to do a, a, a short video on a project and I bet I spent the whole afternoon in my backyard because my, I got an, a pretty good looking backyard. I bank up against the forest. And so it looks nice and it's green, but I spent the whole afternoon trying to make a 30 second video, right? And it's just like, how many takes? And I don't, I'm not even sure if I ever got one I really liked, but I finally had to, you know, get one submitted because it was, I came up against the due date, you know, the, the deadline for it. And I probably should have just done it in one take and just, you know, Buster Keaton in the early days of movies would do those. If you ever watched the general, you know, that one of those early Buster Keaton, he did those in one take, right. And they have, they have, um, then the the test of time has proven those things to be brilliant. They didn't have the wherewithal to do more than one take. I mean, that's, that's all they, that's all that nobody thought about that. We would do this again, right. As they set up all of those scenes, it was like this or nothing. And I mean, if you haven't watched the general with, you know, just go back and you can still find that movie out there in places on YouTube. And it's incredible. Yeah, It was not perfect. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> but it it just it worked
0: those movies are are incredible too going back and watching some of the old movies like that it it takes you back to a, a much simpler time so transacting a little bit into the whole balance issue mm. uh, at the end of our lives you know there's the old saying that says we're not going to regret how many days we wish we would have spent in the office we're going to re- regret those times that we didn't spend enjoying the things we we enjoy and spending time with the people we love so for example you spending time with your granddaughter these are mm-hmm. times that you know you'll never get those times back in your life mm-hmm. i think about that with my own children when they were little i'll never get those times back so i want to make sure that i have that balance so mm-hmm. you know we're talking about thanksgiving and being thankful for everything but how do we get to a place where we have a balance where we can look back at our life and say yeah I I made a few mistakes. I made mistakes along the way, but I learned from them. But I was able to have enough balance so that I'm not regretting that I didn't have that time, you know, with my family, with the people I love.
1: What what I've learned, and I I had a major aha on this a little bit ago, uh, is that you can't balance what you can't measure. And so people say, oh, I want work life balance or whatever, right? And it's it's kind of vague and subjective, and that there's no tangible reality to it. If you're trying to balance, before you can ever balance, you've got to measure. And you've got to be honest with your measurements. You know, what is the quantity? What is the quality? Um, I was just uh, working with somebody who does international real estate. You know, here in the US, we typically, when we talk about real estate, we like you know, cubic feet and things like that. On the, but you know, if you buy real estate in Amsterdam, they sell it by the cubic measurement. They, they judge it by volume. In other words, if you have a room with really high ceilings, you're paying a premium for it, right? And if you wonder why things are done in a certain way, it's how you measure it. So you've got to get real with how you measure things first before you'll ever achieve true balance. The way to do that, now the way I've done it with a number of my clients that I've worked with is taking an inventory first. And, and a lot of times we don't do this. You know, what are we actually doing? what do we say with with on the personal side what are we actually doing now right you know are, are we making it to our children's events right are we taking time to you know when's the last time we went out to dinner with our spouse write it down take an inventory on on the on the work side on the business side you know when do we clock into our office you know when we leave our office are we, have we really left or are we letting it follow us okay and you've got to be honest so take some time to put some numbers to those things. How many, how long, how much does it weigh, right? What is the importance of that? Then step back. One of the gentlemen I got, I've done a few projects with a few years back was named Jay Abraham. And he's a brilliant mind in the business world. One of the things that Jay was really good at was taking a fresh look at something with with a lot of wisdom of doing so many things but taking the time to create a blank slate and looking at it again from a new direction. So th- I think the easiest way to, to get to that balance is take whatever schedule you have and start over again from scratch and re envision your schedule with a blank piece of paper. It's very telling, you know, and only put in those things that are absolutes and, and, say no to about 80 percent of it i like
0: that yeah saying no is a is a skill that more people need to develop because you
1: do you want to hear do you want to hear how to do it you ready sure sure no (laughs) that's simple as that exactly no yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we want to give all these excuses why the answer is no but yeah just come right out and say no no I've done that my, myself
1: many times. It's, it's freeing Just when you start doing that. Yeah. Can you do this? No. Will you do this? No. So consider not I'll see if it fits into my schedule. I'll, I'll see if it fits into the balance that I've established for myself.
0: Yeah. You know, that kind of happened to me a little bit recently because... I am a musician part-time. It's a kind of a hobby for me, but I play in a band and I've always told myself that when playing in the band, when it becomes more of work than enjoyment, that's when I don't want to do it. So Mm -hmm. there have been many times where I've been able to just say, no, Uh, they'll call me. Do you want to play this weekend? No, I'm sorry. I can't do that. And just sorry. I already have plans and I just keep it at that because I don't want it to become a job. I want to be able to go out there and enjoy playing. And Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's part of the balance really is knowing what we enjoy doing and balancing that, you know, because if I'm out playing every weekend, then I'm not spending time at home either with people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again,
1: finding the balance and getting it right. As a fellow musician, you know, oftentimes people find out I'm I'm a musician Mm -hmm. because I trained in the conservatory on on piano and I'm really, pretty good at it. And you'll get people, Oh, there's a panel, Donald, sit down and play. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. You know, cause I've got my repertoire that I play and I, and I'm not, it's not a matter of putting a dime in and all of a sudden I start playing the piano just cause I can, mm. if I want to, I will, but it, but it is saying no, or if somebody needs that, or if there's a, a spot and they need a pinch that, that I need, no, I'm not going to do that.
0: Isn't it funny how when we get around people who are in a certain profession, we all of a sudden start asking them their advice having to do with that profession? For example, we're with a doctor friend. Uh-huh. and You know, I've had this pain here. Do you know what that might be? He's out yeah. of the office. He's trying to enjoy a nice meal with friends and you may be one of them yep. and you, you start bringing that to him, or you have a friend who's an accountant and, you know, you know, I'm having a problem uh, with my taxes. It's <laughs> like so you, we take these things
1: and you're right. Those people need to know when to say no. So you, you know you need to know how to state your barriers. And sometimes it's like I, years ago, I'd have friend, uh, Dr. White, uh, that I trucked with and same thing, would be at a party and somebody said, Hey Matt, hey, can you <laughs> and his standard response was, yeah, absolutely. Take off your clothes and get up on the table. Let me see what's going on. <laughs> okay. He said after he said that a few times people stopped asking him. You know. He says, My arm hurts. He says, Great, take off your clothes. Let's let's take a look at the whole unit here and see where that's standing from. <laughs> people start. And so you've got to learn. You've got to learn whatever you're, you know, if you're a plumber, right? It's like, hey, can you come in to fix my plumbing? No, (laughs) it's just not going to happen.
0: It's the same thing with businesses like, Mm -hmm. you know, for for me being a coach now, Mm -hmm. uh, people will start asking me questions and and uh you know i just Mm -hmm. recently i got a call from a friend of mine that i had talked to in a long time and he and his wife were having a little bit of a difficulty Mm -hmm. and he starts asking me wanting me to like mediate this you know and at some point during the conversation i said you know i i don't mind helping you but you know this is like what i do for a living now so if you want to set up an appointment Mm -hmm. i'd be more than happy to do that these are my rates and Mm -hmm. uh left it at that yeah so. so
1: we're we're so we're so afraid that we might offend somebody or no. I, I think I think it's more offensive to devalue your skill set, or it's it's more offensive to let somebody else control you when when you should be in control. And so part of balance is it's it's really coming down to owning your own space and planting your feet firmly. And that doesn't mean you're gonna say you can't say yes to things. That means you need to be in control of what you say yes to. And it's got to serve the right purpose in your balance as you measure it. And and so you stop for a moment and pause. And, and if it doesn't take off those two or three questions in your mind, don't do it.
0: But mm-hmm. if it does,
1: run after it.
0: Mm-hmm. Run after it. Run yeah. after it. The more balance we have, I think that's really when we get... The, when we can can focus on the things we're grateful for, and that's where balance and Thanksgiving kind of go hand in hand. I think.
1: Yeah, and it's what it is. What what do you really want? And that's I think that's where you, if you take inventory, most people float through life with no goals, right? It's a given. So so have some goals, and then know the magic of goals. That people who write down their goals achieve them at a much higher rate than people that don't. And if that's true, write down your goals over and over again. So if if you have clarity of purpose and know what you want and know what your goals are, it's going to be much easier to line up your activities with that, other than just kind of floating through life, not knowing where you're where you're going. Yeah. yeah. So have clarity of where you're going. If you go to, if you get on the highway and don't know where you're going, who knows where you're going to end up? Right. Which I mean, would you do that, and do people get in their cars and just start, oh I'm just gonna get in my car and drive around and see where I end up? No, you don't do that. I know I'm going to the store or I'm going to the next town to visit my aunt or know where you're going you know and 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 take the most direct route or unless a direct route is not pretty, take a decide to take a pretty more scenic route, but make that decision, yeah, make that decision and.
0: Everything starts with with decisions when it comes to those things. You know, we decide what we want to do mm-hmm. and when we follow that path. That'll help us to be be more grateful for when we receive it, but also to be grateful for the scenery along the way. I like how you ah. brought up the fact that when we're going to go somewhere uh, to sometimes we want to take a scenic route. Sometimes we want to enjoy that. And that's all part of our life when You've we're going to know that. When we're building a business, you know what? Let's enjoy the times that, you know, we screwed things up. Maybe we didn't get that big client that we wanted, but let's learn from it. I think it's important that, you know, we become interested in our success, but invested in the lessons we learn. The lessons are more important than the success. And when we can focus on those things and be grateful for those things, that's when no matter what we do, we can walk away feeling successful and thankful.
1: And so the balance and the thankfulness can come if we learn how to integrate it, you know, and making sure that the path we're on is lined with this kind of scenery that we really want to have. When I was younger, I had a friend who was um, an interior designer and he did really high-end interiors. Living up here in the Puget Sound region in Tacoma, Washington, his clientele were in Hollywood. The ones and and his specialty, and this is like thirty plus years ago, was wallpaper. Wallpaper was a thing, right? <laughs> and it was the kind of wallpaper that was a premium price. And so, not only the could he pick out the paper, but he knew how to put it up without wasting it because every square inch. But he would travel from Tacoma all the way down to Hollywood, never getting on the freeway, because he despised the freeway so much. And he would find the side country. Highways all the way from Washington State down to Southern California. Now, it would take him most of a week to get there. But you see, work-life balance was vital for him. Because it, as an interior decorator, to him, beauty was everything. And how he conducted himself in his personal life and his business life. And he didn't compromise either one at any moment. So and don't compromise.
0: No compromise. No compromise.
1: No yeah. Yeah. take the path with that has the scenery on it that you decide to have yeah i love that i love that
0: i think if we can all incorporate that into our routines every day mm-hmm. you know know where we want to go but know that we you know, there, there are more than one way to get there mm-hmm. there's not just one path and if we're going to take a path you know enjoy it enjoy the scenery along the enjoy way The path That's beautiful yeah
1: if so you're tell- sitting if you're sitting in your office Sit in a nice chair, <laughs> okay? <laughs> just like, you know what I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, don't do it right.
0: Some of my favorite days that I have now are the days that I can sit outside on my patio and work because mm-hmm. I can just enjoy the birds, Yeah, you know, watch the little bunny rabbits running through the yard, just oh. silly things in, in life like that. And uh, I realized that those are things I couldn't enjoy, you know, in my previous career because, you know, I worked Mm-hmm. over 20 years in the world of investigations and it was right before COVID that I decided that I wanted to get out of that mm-hmm. and uh, I think the whole COVID 2020 really pushed me to getting out of it you know I sat down I remember I did when I decided to make the transition become a coach and start my business there was so much negativity in the whole world which again mm-hmm. that's why I started that's why I started the podcast I would sit mm-hmm. on social media and I was watching people fighting over, you know, whether they should wear a mask or not, whether they should get the shot or not, you know, who they were going to vote for in the election and all this stuff that really, I mean, how much does that matter? And friendships are getting lost. And I said, there's got to be more positivity in the world. And that's when I decided to start the podcast to bring positive content, more positive content into the world. But at the same time, I was watching in, in my previous career that things weren't going well, as a whole for the whole law enforcement community during those Mm -hmm. times. And a lot of laws were being changed and a lot of, a lot Uh of the bad guys that we were trying to put away were getting out like the next day, you know, the revolving doors that were being installed on the jails and it got frustrating. And I said, I made a goal for myself. I said, by the end of the year, I said, I'm done. I want to walk out. I want to leave this. And I didn't quite make that goal. I didn't make it by January first but by the end of February 2021 I was done and uh, I've been doing this and I haven't turned back and part of that is because I can have that balance in my life that I couldn't have before so that is a lot to be said there
1: but you see it it is it's the contrast because in every crisis there's an opportunity wherever there's bad there's good where it's it's the, if if you look for it it it's right right beyond it so it's always been negative out there, but the, it's always been positive. So make a decision to look beyond the negative to find the positive because it's, it's gonna be right out there, there if you look it's, for it, it. it's gonna it it is it, it's not gonna be out there if you look for it it's it's out there whether you whether you look for it or not, it's already there. It, so why not?
0: We all have that uh a particular activating system mm-hmm. in ourself. It's mm-hmm. that same thing where if we mm-hmm. go out and we just bought ourselves, Uh, a brand new car let's say we brought we bought a uh you know a blue honda for lack of a better i just that just popped into my mind so we start seeing more blue hondas on the road because our verticular our verticular activating Mm -hmm. system is going to start focusing on that Mm -hmm. because now we're driving one but in the same way if we start focusing on the positive and train our brains to focus on the positive that's when we can become more thankful for everything in our life because we'll see more positive things in our life if we focus on them.
1: Yeah. One of the gentlemen that I've learned from over the years, his phrase is, Why not the best? Ah, why not? Why not?
0: That's true. That's true. So, Donald, what are some things in your life right now? What are maybe three things that you're the most thankful for? And maybe you could even break that down because we're talking about balancing our life and our business. So maybe a few things in your in your personal life and a few things in your business. What
1: in my personal life it's it's my granddaughter. It's it's always the youngest person on the totem pole. And then my kids give me a bad time. I got six kids and one granddaughter. Who gets all the attention? The one granddaughter. At the end of the day it is my family that gives me the most joy and anything that I can do for them with them. And that's going to be uh, preeminent on the business side. I've been very thankful to have opportunities that span the globe. And I, I think I've, I have got projects going in almost all time zones right now. So I'm very blessed to have multi um, layers of opportunities out there. This gray hair has given me a level of wisdom and status that people seek me out when when they truly want help. And my specialty has been marketing online and pulling things together like that. And just being in the game long enough to see that a lot of it bears fruit.
0: What's the biggest change you've seen uh, in the course of maybe the last 10 years? Because I mean, there are lots of things change. I'm online, you know, it was completely different. I mean, it's kind of like I remember Blockbuster video <laughs> and now it's like who goes and rents anything like that anymore because you just turn on your your Netflix and you can stream that stuff so there's been a lot of changes
1: the the biggest thing that I have seen is the speed of change so the 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 rate at which things are accelerating is cr- increasing exponentially and so it's crucial in life and in business that you don't become static; that you are continually learning because it, it is moving out there, and that's that's opportunity. That shouldn't be scary; that that should be opportunity treasure chest out there. Mm-hmm. And the the advantages outweigh the disadvantages.
0: Yeah, and we have to yeah. see that because there was there was a time when. You know, those people that made the uh, whatever they were called, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word, the wagons that went behind the horses for the uh-huh. horse and buggy days. Uh-huh. You know, they were scared to death of <laughs> the automobile, yeah. but they learned to adapt. And I think yeah. uh, the more we, we learn to adapt, uh-huh. I think the more uh, successful we can become, because yep. when we start, we start to recognize that something that we thought was an obstacle or something uh-huh. we thought was going to hinder us is actually going to be an opportunity and something that will yeah. propel us forward. AI yeah. is a great example. You right. know? Great example. And
1: that's changing every day. Yeah. yeah. So whatever it's... you thought you knew about it yesterday, it's it's going to be different tomorrow.
0: Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. a recent one of my newsletters, I, I found a, a whole list of resources of a lot of different AI tools that people mm-hmm. don't know about. So I wanted to share mm-hmm. that with the yeah. world. So I put that yeah. out there because it, it's amazing what you can do. And I know people that'll, you know, there's always someone that's going to focus not on the gratitude, not on the balance, but they're going to focus on whatever there is negative. Uh-huh. So yep. they're going to say, "Well, you know, this is going to get rid of all these jobs." It's yes, going to it take is. Away. It's, it's going, going to create. Even it's even also
1: better. going to create opportunities and other other jobs as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, one of the people that I knew early in my life, she was a telephone operator, and she was the lady one of those ladies that pushed those little things into the that connected all the calls, right? Yeah, that's a that's a thing of, of museums now. It is. It
0: you see that in in the old movies mm-hmm. you know, that you, when they pick up the phone, operator, can you get me five yeah. seven nine or something mm-hmm. like that? It's yeah. like, but it, it's
1: it's it, but different opportunities, more opportunities have been created. So we just have to expect that we, we're living probably at one of the best times in history, not the worst time. It's mm-hmm. the best of times today.
0: It's the best of times. So yeah. you're looking at your granddaughter. And a couple of years from now, she's going to start to be old enough to go to school, to start yeah. creating a life. What advice would you give to her uh, at that time? If you could impart the wisdom of all the things that you've seen and done in life, what would you like to tell your
1: granddaughter? The one thing? Is to be careful of who you hang around with, <laughs> because I think ultimately who you become is really the sum of of the crowds that you that you truck with. So, my big for all my children, I tell them to: they be conscious of your friends, be conscious of the groups that you're in, and take a, a very wide open look at that. Yeah, that, we, that's that's the biggest thing, and and it it affects young people it, it, exponentially, but it affects us at all ages. Be careful of the groups you hang with. Have find better people to hang with. And you can always
0: find them if you see them. You can them always out. find them. Yep. Yeah, and you can look at them, especially yeah. in the open world we have today. You know, I have friendships from mm-hmm. people all over the world, just mm-hmm. amazing people. And mm-hmm. if you'd have told me even five years ago mm-hmm. that i would have all these friends in places like the uk and uh in yeah. uh and places even like the ukraine where there's all the turmoil going on. i've got friends that live in those countries i've got yeah. friends that live in yeah. uh, australia and uh and even mm-hmm. nice places like uh, you know ibiza it's a beautiful mm-hmm. area there and yeah. the Opportunities to meet people from all over the world, the virtual world has really opened up a lot of doors. So Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Yeah. So as we, um, as we prepare, I guess, for our Thanksgiving meals and think about that uh, and sit down at the table and maybe we say our blessings, uh, just be thankful for the people that we have in our lives now, but also for the people that we're going to meet in the future and the people who are going to bring us that balance and take us to that new level in life that, uh, you know, we never thought was possible.
1: Invite some new people to the table. That's great advice. You know, yeah. Every year at our Thanksgiving feast, we, we consciously invite new people to our table. It's always been our family practice.
0: That's a great practice. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's a great thing to close out on, you know, meet somebody mm-hmm. new every day, do something for, for someone. And, uh, don't be afraid to get to know somebody. Yeah. Uh, you know what? maybe you like them. Maybe you won't. But maybe you don't. Maybe they'll come back the next Thanksgiving. Maybe they won't. They won't. <laughs> you, 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 ne- you never know. Be willing yeah. to, to take those chances. Yeah. So this has been a lot of fun, Donald. I enjoyed our discussion. And if people were interested in reaching out to you and learning more about you and what you do, I know you have a lot of things out there mm-hmm. that you're working on, but what would be the best way to do that? And uh, you know, how would they uh, contact you?
1: Go to your favorite search engine and plug in my name. And then probably my LinkedIn profile is going to come to the top, and you'll see the 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 width and breadth of what I do. I just tell people, and, it, and it'll be obvious to you how to connect with me.
0: I was just thinking about that. You and I have the same kind of thing. We both have fairly unique last names. Yeah. So
1: it's. But also remember, I'm into marketing, and so I I actually have very specifically worked on if you Google my name or put into search engine, what comes up is what it comes up. So, so I, my specialty is marketing and, and what I'm really good at marketing is, is myself. So if if you, if you want to see what I do,
0: check me out, check you out. Well, I hope they definitely do that. And before we close today, I want to ask you the same question that I ask every guest on the show. And that is simply this, what does
1: being purposely positive mean to you? It's starting and ending every day with a smile on my face because it reaches from my heart out to the universe. Beautiful. When we start with a smile and we can truly
0: be thankful for that. And I'm thankful that you spent the time with us today. This has been a great conversation, Donald, and I enjoyed having you.
1: Yeah, it's great to be here, Tony. Thank you for inviting me.
0: You've been listening to strive to thrive the purposely positive podcast brought to you by tonywcoaching.com where your greatest success is right in front of you and you may be out there looking to find balance in your life and to be thankful you can download a free resource called strive to thrive on my website and start living in the direction of a purposely positive life